Are you, you sitting here so mad at Christianity for uh, uh, what they did for you not allowing you to read? The Islam, the, uh, uh, the, the, shoot, Islam ran a, ran a number on you, family. Surprise! You are higher than the fifth. They got hit in the head, carried to the north corner, mm. and buried in a shallow grave. Yeah. Disclosure. The Snatched Podcast is profane, politically incorrect, political insensitive, anti-organized religion, and is not safe for children or safe for work. Please listen responsibly. You're about to get snatched. <laughs> You're listening to the Snatched Podcast. You're listening to the Snatched Podcast. Warning, if you listen to this, your feelings will get hurt. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Get snatched. Snatched. Peace. 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 Ashe. Islam. Rahu Bat. Ashe. Shalom. Rahu Bat. Peace. Salam. Namaste. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Shalom. Walaikum salam. Salutations. Salutations. Greetings. Greetings. Love. Love. I acknowledge that. Peace. This video is called Breaking Masonic Code Part 2. As you can see, I have my brother Salam with me. Respect. Uh, peace and love. Respect. Peace. Peace. Peace, people. <clears throat> I also wanted to say, as far as that last video, I never got that many reactions in a negative way. Um, you know, you can like, love. You can... Um, laugh but the angry faces i think the maximum amount of angry faces i ever got was like five yeah and on this one i got like 20 and counting uh so you know and um also i just wanted to, to, to put it out there to clear the air you know i don't have anything against anybody i come in peace i go in peace i love everyone i don't i don't wish to uh offend anybody everything i do is because i love you now um with that said yes i am a moor uh yes i am a mason yes i am a hebrew israelite yes i am a christian yes i am um a buddhist you know the reason i'm nothing in your eyes is because i'm everything i'm everything so you know with that said I can't speak against anything. Um, as far as the Masonic Code goes, you know, somebody had, had threatened my life. You know, we got into some altercations, but I don't want to divide. You know, we've got enough problems to be bickering amongst ourselves. So with that said, I'm not even trying to um, do anything to set us back. You know, united we stand. I give honor to all prophets, Noble Jewali, Buddha, Confucius, um, Yeshua, Yeshua, Moses, Moses, Ezekiel, Aaron. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> get the point. Everybody. Um, uh, uh, not because you wizard, brother, but um, once you had showed me the um, the consensus, the comments. In the reviews, um, <clears throat> I'm a little bit puzzled to wondering why a lot of the uh, brothers in the Masonic Order, what was, what made them upset? What do you think made them upset? Because I know for a fact that I didn't reveal no damn secrets. 
everybody's just so anxious and excited that their social club is the bee's knees, the latest and greatest. And if he ain't rocking with us, then he ain't not. You know, but um, I never really interjected any secrets. And just to give some feedback, yes. In the first one, they said he gave away secrets. He uh, he he knows better. You know, we have an oath to uphold. Um, you know, and I, I had to delete and block people because you know it got a little bit out of hand. And you know, the point is to build, not destroy. So you know, I wanted to try to keep it positive. You know, I, and, and 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 for me, I just want to put it out that I'm learning as well. So, um, you know, there was the thing you said about not having a lodge. A lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people did not like that when you said you don't have a lodge. And you said if you have a lodge, you're not a mason. Mm. You said that uh, your lodge, you, you know, you're past the lodge. You're, you're, you're past, <laughs> what you Keep me honest, teach. <laughs> well, I, I think a lot of it I can't recall because uh, I haven't, I never went and watched it. So, and uh, I can't really recall what I was saying. Uh, but definitely today I want to do a little bit more structural teaching and instructing. Teach. As opposed to last time, it was just kind of a bunch of ranting I was doing. I was all over the place, a lot of information. Um, but to address what you just said, what I'm talking about is, man, the brothers, you don't have to belong to a lodge if the brothers understood who the information truly belonged to in the first place. See, the Europeans had to formulate lodges and chat rooms mm. <laughs> and little quiet coffee shops to practice this because they were still under the queen, under monarchy. They didn't have free speech, freedom of thought. Let's 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 be come on man, see what I'm saying? I'm following you. You think about it? I'm right? following you. So they were the ones who wanted to um, liberate themselves through a what was called a uh, a free thinker to be a free thinker that's, that's what Freemasons are supposed to be free thinking the, 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 the will and the way to think freely and not be under what was called feudalism at the time in Europe right? feudalism feudalism is on the feudal law what we call martial law today now if, 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 if I could just look into that word feudalism root word feud to fight over something is what I'm coming out with that word feudalism exactly exactly what it was but the Europeans weren't allowed to even think freely you gotta think this was after the first renaissance in Europe two renaissance eras in Europe right the age of enlightenment was the first age they came into right then the age of arts and crafts they started to build now out of this second age they was a group called the guilds and the guilds were the stonemasons who actually built certain monuments throughout Europe, right? And we know that the Moors were the builders of these certain castles, whatever the case is. As a matter of fact, some of the Moors or the Berbers out of uh, Africa uh, brought in alligators. And they put these alligators in the moats around the castles. That's where it comes from in Europe. You see the moats around the castles with the alligators in there. Alligators yes. don't come from Europe. They come from Africa. Oh, okay. And nobody was conquesting that particular area at the time. You had Hannibal, Hannibal, Lord, ha come on, man, Hannibal. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Hannibal, Hannibal, was conquering that region at the time, and even before the Berbers had that area at the time. 
And what time I'm talking about, because I'm talking about time and space, we're talking about right before 1096 AD until 1191 AD. He had what was formerly called the Poor Fellows of Christ, or what's now known as the Knight Templars. Right? He had two types. He had a sect with the uh, Red Cross, and he had one with the Black Cross. The ones with the Red Cross are called the, called the Hospitalers. That's where you were hospital comes from. Now, when you talk about the Knights and Templar, I I know about like when, when, whenever I I Google Knights and Templar, like the Baphomet comes up, and you know because you know they were in Europe, and now that now that you say that you know they were under a monarchy, that kind of makes more sense as far as the free thinkers, and it had to be a cult, it had to be hidden, because you know this wasn't allowed in that type of uh, uh, society. Not at all, not at all. And, and see, what people have to understand also is um, the so-called uh, uh, Templars, who were not Masons yet. The Templars came, and then the idea of what a, a Mason was came later, out of what's called the Scottish Rite. That's another thing, too, brothers. Um, when brothers ask you, um, um, I guess, Prince Hall brothers do it a lot. And, and I can always tell my travelers who are Prince Hall brothers because they want to know immediately who you affiliated with, right? Are you three letter or are you four letter? And when I'm talking about a three letter, it's usually F H A. I uh, seen somebody F -H -A, right? on free the last one had P H A. P H A, I apologize. It's just free and accepted F A M, free and accepted Masons, right? And then the P H A, you have the P H I, P H O. <laughs> okay, okay. Prince Hall affiliated, Prince Hall incorporated. Prince Hall uh, organization or something like that. Okay, right? okay, okay. So, one then must study who Prince Hall was. Who was Prince Hall? Well, I was in one of your classes and, you know, um, I had just wanted to mention that the video wasn't even really a big deal to me, so I didn't really understand the response because you had already done uh, a, a class called Revealing the Masonic Order or Secrets. Revealing yeah. the Masonic, and you know, it, it was open to the public. It was, it was, it was. Um, and uh, I don't understand a big deal either about it because everybody who had a big deal or issue with the title of it either. Revealing the Masonic Secret. You should have been excited. <laughs> <laughs> All the brothers and, and, and uh, uh, Shriners and nobles, um, it's a difference between a Shriner and a noble. Uh, we're nobles. The Europeans are Shriners. <clears throat> and it goes back um, to them uh, basically reenacting the play that they saw, dealing with uh, Rasulullah Muhammad and uh, Fatima and the whole royal family back to the tribes of Kedar, who is the third eldest son of Ishmael. So they got their story from them. If, if I could rewind, pause for a second, because he said something kind of made my antenna tweak. He said uh, the uh, the melanated people were nobles, nobles like noble Drew Ali, and right. the uh, the Tamahu was um, a shrine. Because somebody had asked on uh, Breaking Masonic Code Part One, go watch Breaking Masonic Code Part One. He went in, he went in. Facebook went crazy on that one. <laughs> Yo, Mason's went crazy on number one, so go watch me uh, on number one. He goes in. But number two, uh, you know, because somebody had asked in part one, uh, were you a Shriner? So the answer to that question, because I wanted to add, oh, add, add, yeah, don't move. I got you. That's good. 
Absolutely. See? Okay. okay. See how pretty it is? Medina Temple 1703. Yeah. Uh, this is in the back. All that. It's the same kind of face you see on anybody else with the holes in the top. All that. It's just the face right here. You know? And uh, you go through a lot to become a Shriner or a Noble. You go through a lot. You go through a lot. So, uh, shouts out to all the Nobles out there. You, you, you see the Nobles coming through. Most Masons get out of the way. A Shriner, a, a Noble is not a Mason. This is the only degree you don't have to be a Mason. You can be a Shriner, be a shriner right now if you wanted to. Yeah. Depending on the jurisdiction that it's in, right? You can be an Elks, uh, Moose Lodge, uh, Knights of Pythian, uh, Knights of Columbus, all that stuff, right? But this is it though. Yes, women can. <laughs> oh yeah, so, um, cause I just wanted to, you know, follow up on some of the questions from the last video. Someone said, whose hat is this? I'm sorry, excuse me, whose fez is that? That's what someone asked in, uh, 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 in the last one. So I, I, I wanted to ask you, brother, uh, brother Salam, whose whose fez is this? This right here is the Eastern Star fez. It's mine, my fez. <laughs> nah, but this is the Eastern Star fez. The uh, female shrine would have um, a picture or depiction of Isis up here, out of Egypt, and they would say the daughters of Isis. If she's Prince Hall affiliated, it'll say um, D-O-N, Doors of the Nine. Ooh. So you, you, you hear the indentation with the Doors of the Nile, right? These right here, this right here is the Doors of the East. These are the Doors of the East. They say the Order of the Eastern Stars, right? Where's, where's the star in the East at? You said where? Yeah. Which, which affiliation have you heard a star in the East coming? Uh, story of Jesus. Jesus. Right? Right. So this is the Eastern star that guided <laughs> that guided the Shriners. Uh-oh. <clears throat> that guided the Shriners. See, this is the Eastern star that the three Magas, the three wise men had saw in the East. And they went over to God, baby Jesus. Right? And now, in today's society, the Shriners have the Shriners Hospital for the children. Because they're still here guarding what's called the Ali Child. The Ali Child. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you are already doing the classes on revealing the Masonic secret. And a lot of people were saying that you uh, uh, broke the oath, but then another brother oh, had oh, came. Oh, what did brother say? You got Daughters of Isis. What did I say? Okay. I'm trying to read the comments in between all this too, y'all. Um, the Daughters of Isis, the Daughter of the Nile, Daughters, daughters of, of the Sphinx. Sphinx. Okay, yeah, See? but the, the, the Daughters of the Sphinx is, is a European chapter. And there's no Sphinx in Egypt. It's not a Sphinx. Sphinx has wings on it. not a sphinx. That's a European chapter. Those are the sphinx, but he is correct though. You, you have a daughter of the sphinx, daughter of the Nile. That is true. Daughter of Isis. <clears throat> uh, so, um, 
Just, oh, oh yeah, uh, salute to the past Grandmaster, uh, Brother Brown, uh, Jamal D. Brown, salute. Um, so, someone had chimed in on the last video and said, ain't no Masonic code, ain't no secrets. There ain't no Masonic code. The Masonic code, there is a Masonic code, actually. Um, in the Masonic Code, um, <laughs> let, let me not say Masonic Code, because they don't say Masonic Code, they think the Masons and the Illuminati, and <laughs> right. they lose their damn mind. Uh, That's what we're talking about, the Masons, the Illuminati, right. I go in front of the judge, I do a hand sign. Do a certain sign, symbol, and everything go away, you look like a damn fool up there, go to jail. Commit <laughs> 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 a crime, brother. <laughs> you broke the oath, <laughs> the sacred brother oath. But the code is like a code of conduct that was established amongst the Knight Templars. Again, the Knight Templars were the, were the harbingers of the forerunners for the European uh, Masonic Order. Now, I say the European Masonic Order because if you look into um, the African Order, and I'm going to say African Order of Masonry, and that's going all the way back to the brother Prince Hall, who established African Lodge 459. He was telling them to look back over there. Yo, that's where it come from. So even going back to that uh, 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 literature, the, the African perspective of Masonic order, we always were builders. We built everything. We built everything. If I could chime in right there, so we always were builders. So th um, that's why a lot of people said that Benjamin Banneker was really Prince Hall because Benjamin Banneker was a builder and he built DC. The last video we talked about how uh, if you want to talk about masonry, occultic signs and symbols, go to DC. Well, who built DC? It was Benjamin Banneker. Now, Benjamin Banneker was important um, because he was born in Africa uh, and they say he was of the Dogon tribe, which the Dogon tribe were the Egyptians or, 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 or the, the ancestors of the Egyptians who fled and who were pushed out, who were pushed west by the uh, Arabs, the um, uh, the nomads. What do you call them? Uh, what do you call Arabs? What do they call Bedouin? Bedouins. 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 So Arabia. They came in, they pushed our people out of Africa, I'm sorry, out of Egypt. They went uh, west, uh, ended up in Mali, the Dogon tribe. The Dogons uh, uh, have a grandson who was born out there and he comes to America, builds DC. Um, and if I could go a little bit further back than Prince Hall, I just want to go a little bit further back because I was in his class when he did this. In the class you had said, um, uh, the a mason is a stone builder and who are the most uh uh incredible stone builders were uh the pyramid builders or m hotel right right and and, and even if you want to go uh back <clears throat> biblically you can go to uh nimrod was the first master mason nimrod nimrod was the first master mason and i think people got it twisted in their mind thinking nimrod built a tower which was a circular type no, it was building step pyramids. Step pyramids called ziggurats. At the top of these ziggurats, they would do all their sacrificing to the gods. And Nimrod was erecting a ziggurat that was going to surpass the other lords of the Bibles. And that's when they said, let us go down there. 
and see what's going on. Let us leave our ziggurat and walk down there to see what they're doing. And then the one God said to the other gods that they are now speaking all in one language, right? If they complete this tower of this ziggurat, then it's nothing they won't be able to do. So let's go ahead and confound the language of the future tongues. So he was the first master mason, Nimrod. Nimrod. So when we talk about building things like DC, the pyramids, you know, we have to, we can't forget about even uh, the Bible where Nimrod builds the Tower of Babel. And it's um, called a ziggurat. A ziggurat. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Not a tower. But, um, so, so we can go and get into the, to, to, to the, to the measure. I want brothers to take away today is, um, I'm not out here to expose anything. If you don't have any secrets, then what you worried about? Mm. Right? And I made a quote that was uh, put out by my teacher, uh, Ima Isa, uh, that said that only a fool ducks when the truth is thrown at him. You're getting a little controversial on me. You're getting controversial. You say Ima Isa. Uh, are, are you talking about Dr. Malachi Z. York? The, only, the one and only. The one and only. Dr. Malachi Z. York. All right, proceed. I just wanted to. <laughs> oh, they don't know who Imam is. <laughs> Imam, Imam Isa, um, El Meliam. Uh, anyway, uh, I just want brothers to understand today that I'm just here to speak my truth, and as we say in the Moorish Science Temple, Allah, right? He's the Father of all understanding, infinite, infinite, right? And He gives every body their own little portion of understanding and you go they go yours they go yours but it's from the one understanding and he breaks out the piece and give everybody understanding so this is my portion of understanding i do do a lot of reading and researching that's all i do is reading research um information so if anybody find me an error at any time please reach out to this brother right here in the inbox leave a number and a good email address we can have a dialogue if you find me an error with what i say Right? But if you can't find me an error, then shut the hell up. That's it. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care how you feel about it. Facts over feelings. Right, right. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. And, you know, if I could kind of piggyback on that one, as far as, uh, you know, my father will always tell me the truth is stranger than fiction. Mm -hmm. The truth Mm -hmm. is stranger than fiction. I know I sound crazy. <laughs> I know. It was even my I know I sound crazy. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know I sound crazy. I'm supposed to sound and, that, and that's part of what I do in my in my came to my lectures. I'm at the House of Countries. I'm gonna start back up next year. 633 West 35th Street, downtown Norfolk. I'm there on Sundays at 5.30. I'm gonna continue to keeping that pace of being there on Sundays at 5.30. Um uh, we have a uh, more science Sunday school uh, early at, at 12:30 out of Virginia Beach. So I want to keep keep in line with that. And 5:30 at House of Consciousness, Norfolk, Virginia, 6:33 West 35th Street, 5:30. I'll be there teaching every Sunday. 5:30 House of Consciousness Sunday next year. I just want to chime in on that next year part really quickly. Next year under the, under under the Gregorian calendar. I just want to make sure that we're clear about that because. Um, uh, next year does not start until March 21st, okay? Next year does not start until springtime. It's cold outside, family. Y'all know it's cold right now. 
You know, the new year don't start. Spring, we going by nature. What time is it according to nature? I don't care what Donald Trump say what time it is. What time mother's nature say it is? What time your mama say it is? Your mama got a biological clock. Give them the thing, bro. So, uh, yeah. n- n- next year, Gregorian calendar. Sunday's 5.30. But we're not going to uh, start next year until March 21st. But by March 21st, when it started, when, when our new life it starts to be birthed, oh, we're going to be coming in. That's a new year. It's All a right. new year. Right. Energy. Please. All right. So let's get into this, this measure real quick, man. Um, breaking the Masonic secret, breaking the Masonic code. Um... <sighs> We didn't have everybody on the feet last time, so let's do this real quick. Let me do a short uh, situation real quick. All right, so I'm gonna bring up uh, the master teacher, Phil Valentine. Um, just to give you a quick scan of some of the literature that I done ran through. <laughs> Y'all see how that place, no Bajuali, right there behind. Garvey, I ain't even try to do that. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so this is some of the literature I done got into and read already, and this is a real good read right here. Brother Eldridge Cleveland. Brilliant brother right here. Um, Holy Quran, Moors, Islam. I'm into a little bit of psychology. Uh, history of Asia. Let me show y'all something real quick. Let me see you real quick, brother. Just show you, I'm not bullshitting. I actually studied the books, y'all. I actually read them. This right here, all this stuff right here. When people just have books in their houses and don't have the literature circle, you call them on that shit because they're not really studying. See how I highlight stuff and look up everything? It ain't just this book right here either. So, this book is kind of old. I got this at the yard sale. Dealing with the history of the United States. 1772 on up right here. Over there. Dealing with... uh. More history, right? And I, I do the homework at the back of the book too. These are, these are old books, by the way. These are no new books. I went to yard sales and stuff and got these books. Just showing y'all real quick uh, some some of the credential information that I'm dealing with. I'm gonna give you the people, the authors, and the timelines and what was going on. And and this is just a few of the books, man. Um, look at Enoch. Order Machesadek. Look at it, see how, how everything highlighted? Because I'm actually reading the book. Most strippers don't read nothing, they just have it. See that right here? How I'm highlighting stuff, making my own notes in the book right here. I got tabs in our book. See how I write stuff in there? You go to somebody's house and they got books in their house. If they don't, if they don't write in their books or highlight their books, they bullshit. <laughs> Call him on it. <laughs> you, better call, you better call him on it. You better call him on it, fellas. I'm telling you. See how this right here? This whole the book. Book of Enoch. Uh, this all my shit, too. 32nd uh, Passmaster Shrine and. Um, yep. Ancient Primitive Rite. All my Passmaster. Yada, 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 yada. Oh, other little books in my library over here. Stuff I ain't even dealt with. So anyway, I just want to set that up for the, for the audience right quick. Anybody want to question my credentials? 
And this ain't even half of it, man. I got notebooks of notes and stuff that I done did forever. So when I tell you the information I bring to y'all, uh, it's, it's as close as right and exact. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's gonna be. That's the truth. I don't, I don't, I don't play with this stuff, man. No, um, I know you was about to go into that Phil Valentine video. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and he's definitely the master teacher. But before we go into that Phil Valentine video, I just want to mention to the people if you could please uh, follow me on YouTube. But this is the thing: I got YouTube, two YouTube pages. One of them got hacked, and I, I don't have access to it anymore. Now, um, you guys are still following me on that page. You're still subscribing, like. You're subscribing to the right one, and also we're subscribing to the wrong one. So I, I appreciate everybody for subscribing. That the page that I don't have access to, and I've not posted one video to in like two years. It got like 360, almost 400 subscribers. Wow. Uh, right. And I'm like, ah. Uh, the water video is up there with with uh, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, fire video. Yeah. However, if you see the water, the, uh, a water science video. That's not the right one. The right one has like 20, 30, 40 videos up there. So subscribe, uh, follow me on YouTube. Um, I got I got reported behind that video. I just want to let you know. Which one? The uh, 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 Breaking Masonic. Get uh, <laughs> reported on YouTube? No, on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> got reported. Yes, I got a lot of heat for that video. Wow, man. Wow. A lot of... A lot, a lot of uh, Tamahu Masons, uh, you know, w- w- was not happy. Was not happy at all. Um, <laughs> but peace and love to everybody. I don't know what it could have been. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what it could have been. Um, all right. Yeah, so let's break into this stuff real quick, man. Let's uh, first... <sighs> let's take into the slide. First. On the slide, yeah. slides. Okay. Grab the um, phone and. I got you. Alright, they can see what's going on. Alright, here we go. Here we go. I'm talking shit about my computer. Oh, Lord. I love this computer. And no, I won't get an Apple. I love this computer. Alright, let's take it here real quick. This is the easy way I can demonstrate for y'all. This was a lecture that I did, uh, I don't know, a while ago <laughs> at the House of Consciousness uh, on Sunday. 5.30. So. It's called Revealing of the Masonic Order, Part 1. I said, I will attempt to open your mind to a whole nother level of thought by uncircumscribing, supposed to be that, that what you have learned and what you've been taught. If you notice right here, there's no G in the middle. The G in the middle of the compass and square is a uh, American, if you will, a westernized modification with the G in the middle. Most unlearned Masons will tell you that the G stands for God, the G stands for geometry, and so on and so forth. But they fail to realize the G stands for Gnostic. Gnostic. This is a Gnostic, occultic, esoteric school of thought. Check. Uh, school of Tahuti. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's decoding the matrix of the Masonic order real quick. 1717, the Europeanized version of Freemasonry was, was, was started, people. When I say this is the Europeanized version of it, with the Knight Templars, the Seagulls, these are some words we're going to be covering. Pay attention to these words now. Dermetrium, uh, Semitic Abjad, we'll break down the goat, uh, break down 
Salam on, a Salaman you call them. The Guild, the Gildabites. We're gonna go into some basic, turn the thing around, the camera right real quick. We're gonna cover some real, basic, fundamental, Masonic information that's on Google. This is not no secret. It's only alluded to be a secret. Something sacred should be kept secret, right? To all my melanated brothers and sisters as a part of this order, you are the secret. Mm. You are the great Masonic code that they're keeping hidden from the public. Your legacy is what the secret is. You are Hiram Abiff that got hit in the head and carried to the north corner mm. and buried in a shallow grave. And it's going to take the grip of a line to pull you up out that grave. Islam? Islam. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do today, y'all. That's it. No magic, no hocus pocus. None of that, man. None of that. So y'all calm down and learn something. Shit. The history of Freemason, real quick. Not going to read everything. Do your own research. Don't believe nothing I say. I'm not here to convince you or persuade you. The amount of research into history of Freemasonry is enormous. The first known attempt at history of Freemasonry was in 1661. This is the first time the Europeans, again, they're coming out of the Dark Ages. Right? I'm following you. 1661. See how they going into their free thought now? Okay. When we got pyramids in Egypt, they predate 1661. By a very So we've been building with this science. Right. And occult magic, if they call it that. Cult just means culture. When the Royal Society in London... Right, propose a history of trade in the guilds. We're gonna learn who the guilds are, right? So you wanna look up somebody named Robert Moray, right? And the Mary's Chapel Lodge, Ch Chapel Lodge number one, 1641. 1641, 1666, and therefore out 1717, we're gonna be dealing with a time period right there. We're not even gonna go into Anything beyond the uh, um, uh, 19th century dealing with Freemasonry. Mm. So, if I stay in this timeline right here, then what the f hell is the Black Masons? You, you, your laws weren't formulated yet. Yeah, yeah, we haven't gotten into you know based off the time period you're at right now. We haven't even get with Prince Prince Hall. Ain't, Prince Hall's not even in America yet. Oh, okay, okay. Prince okay. Hall ain't even born yet. Come on, somebody. Right. Right. So what are y'all getting agitated about? What am I giving away right now? Mm. This is the remaining of it. After the new Grand Lodge of form of 1717, this is the Grand Lodge of England. This is the one that Prince Hall brothers get really excited about that they got acknowledged by this European Lodge overseas. They recognized them, gave them a charter, then they can do business. This is what the Prince Hall brothers are excited about. And, 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 I, and I get it, I get it, I understand. I, I, I respect that. So you had the Grand Lodge of England, of Europe. They split up because you had what's called the modern free who split from the ancient free. This is in Europe. Okay. And then France joined later and they became the United Grand Lodge of England later. Let's understand what rights are. What is a right? What is a right? A brother asks you, are you Scottish right or are you Prince Hall? But Prince Hall's not a fucking right. Mm. But if we were to talk about what right Prince Hall comes from, it comes from the Irish right under General George Brett in Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts was a 
a safe haven, a safe area for abolitionists during the slave trade. Not only will you find Prince Hall there in Boston, you will also find Crispus Attucks in Boston as well. Mm, okay. And we can talk about it. There's a lot going on. I'm, I'm following you. <laughs> we can talk about it, but y'all got to come correct. Uh, let's talk about the rights. Let's understand what a right is. So you don't get confused thinking that Prince Hall is a fucking right. Let's look at the ancient and accepted Scottish rite of Freemasonry. This is a little bit of Scottish rite, how you can go up one side, up the other side. This is called the York rite, and you have your Scottish rite. These are the two rites of the conferred degrees you can go up to you obtain 32nd, or shrine. And then you have to be invited into the 33rd. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. You said 32nd shrine. Is that why you said uh, the Shriners can, well, in the last one, you were saying the Shriners can only get, get up to 33 degrees. And even though everybody knows there's 30, 360, and now, you know, because actually right now in, in the real world, uh, uh, it's, it's very cold across the country. So we know 32 degrees is freezing point. You're still in a cold state at that point. Right, right. So what what's what what's what, what's going on is uh when they say thirty-two and thirty-three degrees, first of all, we're dealing with the thirty-second, thirty-third parallel. We're not dealing with no temperatures. Mm. Um when we talk about the brand, but you're absolutely right though. And what I was saying is you go thirty-second, then you're eligible to become a shriner or a noble, or you have to be invited to become a thirty-third. And this is the Eurocentric structure. This is all they were able to obtain. That's it. That's all they got to obtain. Right? That's all they got to obtain. Right here. 33 degrees. Simply because they didn't go over to the occult side of masonry. Or what was called the hermetic philosophies. The hermetic principles. Dealing with the Kabbalah. And so on and so forth. They had to deal with Madame Lewowski. Madame Lewowski. And deal with Alex Crawley. And Albert Pike. The Morals of Dogma. This is when you get into the occult side of masonry and you go beyond 33rd. Mm. So, Scottish right, right, not writ, right. You have the York right. This symbol right here you see on most, on, uh, most Christian churches in their front table, not to speak radical against any church organization. Um, Christianity is fine for those who prefer it. But let's talk about y'all's symbol right here. You see these mostly on um, the tiles in front of the church on the table saying remembrance of me. Right. The symbol right here. This symbol uh, in Latin inscribed on top of it says in hoc signic vince. And this symbol or this sign we should conquer. And this is the very cross that Constantine had envisioned. He envisioned this, this cross. And Constantine became a Christian at the Council of Ferrara. He gave up his donation and became a Christian. He united the Eastern and West Orthodox Church together. Because right after that, you have Martin Luther, who nailed 95 Reform Theses to the church to reform. Now, um, this that, that time was during the Christian Crusades when they were uh, killing in the name of Jesus. Right, right. But what it was, it was to set up the kingdom of Christianity. Because at that time, you had uh, Mohammedanism before it became El-Islam. You had Mohammedanism. Mohammedanism was um, was um, taken over. So Mohammedanism was the, the religion on the rise. And Mohammedanism was a great threat, right, to the Christian empire, or what they call the Byzantine empire, right? 
Mohammedanism was a great threat. Mohammedanism came by way of a lot of the uh, East in, uh, the, the Indians, who they call Indians, Dravidians, Indians out of Lower Asia, um, with the Persian Empire, right? And um, it was a huge threat to Christian, I mean, to Christianity and to the Bastion Empire. So I think if you look at your um, 101s at the Morris Science Temple, uh, 101s, Key 86, I want to say, um, Peace and love, peace and love, out of more. Peace and love, peace and love. Peace and love to peace all my uh, Moorish family. Peace and love. Uh, key 83, I apologize. Key 83 and Key 84 of the uh, 101s uh, talks about this a little bit, not in being great detail, but it tells you that Muhammad took the head off of Satan, right? In 1453, Byzantine. This is the 14th century. I'm sorry, 13th century. I told you we didn't go above that. So what happens at this point in time is you had um, one city called Isabane, Turkey, Northern Africa, where uh, Christianity had its last stronghold against against uh, Mohammedanisms or Islam. Can I chime in right there really quickly? Mm -hmm. Because um, <clears throat> when we're talking about these time, places, and dates, so you said... Key 83 and 84 was, uh, well, actually 83, who took the head off, off of Satan? And it says that uh, it was Muhammad who took the head off of Satan in 1453, Byzantine, uh, the, the, the Byzantine Empire. Now, why is this important? Because I wanted to point out that uh, one could look at this particular point uh, as World War Zero, because World War One was between uh, uh, Europe and Turkey, and World War Two was against. It, it was supposed to be European War. Germany. That's Europe. But <laughs> what was the result of World War Two? The result of World War Two was the establishment of Israel. I just want to point out to the family really quickly. I don't want anybody to say that I'm speaking radical because y'all love to send me hate mail and I got to answer the phone and get a call from the top dog. And I I, I just want to let everybody know that I, I come in peace. I, I leave in peace. But Israel didn't get formed until 1953. There was no such thing as Israel before 1953 after World War too. So what I'm saying is what happened after World War II, they said it was about Germany, World War II was about Israel. So now we're still dealing with Turkey. World War II was about Turkey because the Ottoman Empire was destroyed in World War II and that was the acquisition of uh, Palestine. Now y'all gonna call me anti-Semitic. That was that that was the establishment of Palestine. That's not Palestine, that's Israel. Oh well, before 1953 it was Palestine. Sorry. But anyway, I and also it talks about it too. He said, and uh, 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 in, in the uh, Morris literature talks about it was governing Palestine. That's let's just read it. Islam, Islam. Okay, um, okay. Morris one hundred and one. Before I read, I have to rise, give people praise to Allah, who's the Father of the Universe. Give praise to all Allah's prophets, uh, Jesus, Confucius, Muhammad, uh, Noble Jew Ali. Islam, Islam. All right, so let's go to. Um, just right quick way, it, it actually speaks on this. It, it, it talks about this. Um, I'm in key 82, Morris 101, where it said, Was Satan to be bound? 82, was Satan to be bound? And Satan, we're talking about the Bastion Empire. Satan was to be bound in part. When was the head 
of Satan taking off. 1453 Byzantine. And these are period. Now, the unlearned person would think that Byzantine was an individual, a person, or a, a, I don't know what they may think, without researching that Byzantine was the occupying empire. Which is uh, later turned into Constantinople. Right, 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 absolutely correct. Byzantine was Constantinople, absolutely correct. Uh, and it says, by whom? It says, by Muhammad. Now, again, the unlearned person may think that the Prophet Muhammad, Rasulullah Muhammad, um, did that, right? But you have to understand the Muhammad in charge of the empire at that particular time in 1452, right, particularly uh, May 3rd, we're talking about 1481, right, was Muhammad II, right? And Muhammad II did a, a peculiar thing. Muhammad II uh, was about to approach on the empire of Rome, or the Roman Empire, which was the last stronghold where they had in Zabane, Turkey, Northern Africa. And before he was to approach on that, Muhammad did, Muhammad did a, a peculiar thing. He sent for the son of the Caesar. The Caesar was a position holder title. He sent for his son to come back. And he wanted to basically uh, rape him. Rape his son. He was going to rape the son. Because the Romans believed that the ultimate uh, gesture of manhood was to take a man's manhood. That so was he, he was going to rape his son. And, and in the Roman ideology, taking another man's manhood was also called a word that we use now, mentor. Um, and we'll deal with that later, later time. Um, so this didn't happen. So then he sucked for the head. Take his head off. Same thing with John the Baptist. But take his head off. And because of the swords they had, the sabotage they had, that's how they did. It was Islam or die. Of Muhammadism or that, man, put your head off, and his head came back to uh, Muhammad II. Now, if I if I could just chime in on Muhammadism really quickly, family, I wanted to point out that we're talking about you said 1453. Mm -hmm. Now, Muhammad who brought Islam, because there's an Islamic period, and when we're dealing with history, I'm not talking no spooky nothing, no fairy tales, no fake stuff, everything to do with the evidence. Before there was Islamic, the period, there was the pre-Islamic period, the period. Well, what are we talking about? Because this year, 2017, no, next year is January. January uh, is the year of the god Janus. Janus has two heads, one from the front, one to the back. Anyway, um, you know, and, and, and January is in honor of the, god, the Roman god Janus. So now we have, um, uh, dad, and, and, and Janus took me off. Uh, the pre-Islamic period, this year 2017. So the pre-Islamic period starts in, in, in uh, year 600. Why does it start in year 600? Because Muhammad was born. They don't tell you what time Muhammad was born, but they tell you that Muhammad died in 632 AD. 632 years after Jesus dies, Muhammad comes on the scene and he brings Islam. Mm -hmm. So now um, he dies in 632. So when the Quran says, the, the, uh, the, the, the 101s says, uh, who took the head off the Byzantine Empire? It was Muhammad. It wasn't Muhammad the Prophet. Muhammad the Prophet died in 632 AD. We're talking about four. We're talking about 1453. 1453. So 600. This is what? Uh, 600, 700, 800, 900, 1,000 plus 6. A thousand years later. A thousand years later. 
But when I talk to my Moorish brothers about this concerning the 101s, when I talk to them about um, uh, Byzantine really being Constantinople, um, uh, and, and, and this being World War Zero, World War One was uh, with Turkey, World War Two was the gain Israel, the the uh, the, um, the the elimination of the Ottoman Empire. World War Three is going to be with the Ottoman Empire. There we go. We back. My bad. <laughs> there's going to be a time when Christian. There's going to be a time in the future when Christianity will be over, and 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 the and the ruling religion will be Islam. Just like you had your um your uh, Christian Crusades. When I say world, I'm Jesus. World War World World War Three. It's going to be another religious war, and I, I don't see how how. How you're not following me and I know with World War II you got a little confused with Germany but who's in Israel right now this place called Israel who who's over there who's pretending to be the Jews Germans. it's a bunch of Germans Germans family <clears throat> is anybody following me but uh, please brother I just want to put, put uh, 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 <laughs> an exact <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot, brother. That was a lot, man. That was a lot, brother. Um, <clears throat> but I don't lost track where you was at, man. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to cover y'all the uh, the uh, Knight Templars real quick. Lead up to the the Masons. We on the Masons. Let's stick to the Masons real quick. Stick to the Masons. Uh, the, the sons of my eye. Let's stick here for a minute, right? So what we got going on that is a holy war of sorts, and there was a couple crusades. First, second, third crusade, the Punic Wars, against the Berbers, ETC. So now that Muhammadanism is beginning to spread into Byzantine territory, um, Pope Pope Alexander VI now needs help, right? And this is according to uh, Doctor Booker T. Not Booker T. Coleman. Um, I think his name in a minute. Um, but he said that uh, now that the Byzantine Empire set up a walled city to protect. The uh, influence of Muhammadans coming to that walled city called Isabay in Turkey, the same area, right? Right. And they had to pay what's called a dehemi tax, a dehemi tax or a tariff tax, right? In this walled city. And I'm gonna show you something real particular, real quick, because sticking in contact with the Masons, right? When they signed up these these uh, that walled city, they had 32 camps. Learn about the 32 camps. This is the 32nd degree. Learn about the 32 camps that they signed up. They had to pay a tariff tax or the Hemi tax to be there, right? And what happened was when Pope Alexander VI had sent to Europe for help, I'm showing y'all the literature. When he sent to Europe for help, a man by the name of Solomon Bar Isaac sent Christian crusaders in to, um, to save that wall city. He sent Peter the Hermit, Walter the Penniless, and Godfrey the Bullion. Mm. Right? H. And these were called the Poor Fellows of Christ because they were coming to spread Christianity. They rode two to a horse. Right? When they got into the Holy Land, they ventured up on some information. What time out? They were called the, the Poor Fellows of Christ because every not every man could afford his own horse, so not they had to ride two to a horse. Not at first. They rode two to a horse at first, right? And this we call your Crestrian Warriors. It was a cross with four four little crosses around it. That's called a Crestrian Cross. He had the Black Cross, he had the Red Cross, the Hospitallers. 
right? Coming in to protect Christianity. Red Cross comes in to protect yes. people. Red, I'm following you. Yes, Red Cross. They, okay. Yeah, they have to. That's, that's a sacred code to do that, right? So they come in, set up camp, and protect the wall city. And while they're there, they erect a temple to a man named Solomon Bar Isaac, or Rashi. Rashi, a Solomon, he was a Lombard. They set up this temple called Solomon's Temple. Mm. There is no biblical Solomon. And I can break that science down too. There is no biblical solo man. There is no biblical Solomon. This temple was erected to Solomon by Isaac. Look him up. They call him Rashi. This is around 1168, right? He wrote literature called the Safa literature. Safa Harasa means the book of the upright ones. Who were the upright ones? The upright ones were Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. Mm. This is called your Pentateuch, or what they call the Torah. The upright ones were Jacob, Isaac, Solomon. Jacob is right here. Jacob. It was Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. Abraham, Isaac, it Jacob, and Moses. It was in all of them. It's just examples of the upright ones. You know, you had Noah, and you had Methuselah, and you had Terah, and I can go through the whole, back to uh, Enos if I had to. But the Pentateuch, this is basically what it sounds like is the Old Testament. No, the Pentateuch is the verbalization of the Torah. You have the Pentateuch, you have the Torah, you have the Injil, you have the Old Testament, you have the uh, Quran, you have the Hadith, right? These are just the, what men say. Like okay. Mark, Matthew, and Luke, them is what men say in New Testament, right? A uh, Nova Testamentum. Then you have what's called the Old Testament, right? This is the word of this God. God talked a lot in the Old Testament. <laughs> Facts. Then you have men talking in right? the New Testament. Right. So this Nova Testamentum. Nova. Nova Instamentum. Nova Instamentum. Nova is Latin for new. new. Right. Instamentum. Testament. Testament. I'm fine. Right. A testamental. So anyway, so now that this area is protected by these Knight Templars, why they was there? They intermingle <laughs> with the Islamic believers. And they told them about a story about a prophet named Muhammad. And they found out that Muhammad had more in common with who they believed was Jesus. And Jesus was actually in the Quran. And it talks about Mary. It talks about Jibrael. It talks about everybody. And these holy warriors now become who you call your first shriners. Okay, uh, just pause <laughs> right there really quickly. First shriners. So now you said that um, um, Jesus and the Quran, I, I wanted to know that during one of your events, mm -hmm. you were having an event and I was just kind of chiming in, uh, you know, within the event and I came across some very interesting information that the, uh, the name Jesus is mentioned more times in the Quran than the name Muhammad. I'm talking like the name Jesus is, is mentioned in the Quran like maybe 20, 30 times. 40 times maybe? Right, because the Quran is, is, is the Quran is the Bible. It, it's, it's, it's part three. Right. To the Abrahamic religion because, right. okay, it, just to, I'm, I'm going to pass you the mic back in two seconds. These are Abrahamic religions. Uh, so, oh, yeah. um, we have Islam, we have uh, Judaism, and we have Christianity. These are the three ma major religions. They're called Abrahamic religions. They're basically the same religions. That's why you have Jesus occurring so much, so often within the Quran. But, you know, when I was in church, they said, don't go over there because that's the devil. But and then when I, when I went over there and I found out it was the saint, like they talk more about Jesus in the Quran than they do Muhammad. What the heck? I was surprised. But nonetheless, keep going on uh, 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 where he was at. I just want to chime in that part. No, that was right. Um, and with, with, with speaking on that, um, uh, 
praise the Prophet Muhammad. Um, Rasulullah Muhammad, they say. Rasulullah um, Muhammad. I, I challenge you to look up a man by the name of Al Arabi. I've been Al Arabi. I B N A L A R A B I. Look up his story. I'm leaving that alone. So now, these <laughs> Knight Templars now, who now have learned some of the uh, uh, coded messages of the Quran, because all they know is the Injil. They don't know about the Quran. Mm. Yeah, the Bible was just printed in Whitbridge, Germany in 1462. It's the first print of the Bible. Johannes Gutenberg, Johannes Fuss. Gutenberg Press. Right, the Gutenberg Press. Right, this is the first printing press for the Europeans. The Asians had a printing press years before the Europeans had a printing press. Okay, right? okay. I'm talking about the uh, the Hong Dynasty. I don't want to get into that, but we can... my book here? Get my, get my book right here on the bottom right here. See, you have to study study and learn the history of Asia too. And I've done it already. See that Marcus in here? I've studied history of Asia. Can't call us no Asiatics. I can't explain who Asiatics were. But anyway, um, so now, now that the printing press is going on, they got a Bible. Christians got their Bible, right? And then the uh, so-called Arabs, uh, but desert dwellers, they have the Quran, but both mirror one another. And in Judaism, they have the Torah. And the Torah and the Angel and the Holy Quran all talks about the same people. Because all three books were put out by one person. Not the books themselves, the ideals of the books were put out by a person by the name of Solomon Bar Isaac again. Mm. He wrote three documents on how the Lombards should govern themselves in society, the Jews should govern themselves in society. And these three manuscripts gave you your Holy Bible, your Quran, yeah, <laughs> in, in your, your Torah. Anyway, <clears throat> now that these groups come out of Isabelle, Turkey, go around Northern Africa, and then they go up into what's called Scotland. These are your supposed to be your Knight Templars. They go into Scotland. And when they go into Scotland, they establish the first Scottish Rite Masonry. This is the establishment of Scottish Rite Masonry in Scotland, right? They also sign up and establish what was called the York Rite, what we call modern day Europe or England. So you have the Scottish Rite in Scotland, you have the York Rite in Europe. But a key thing that the uh, Scottish Rite did, they also sign up a, uh, they also sign up a guild inside of Europe, Heartland, it's called the Scottish Yard. And on the Scottish Yard is where you get your very intelligent people, like the Finchie Code, MI6, MI5, this is where they come from, out of that Scotland Yard area, knowing these sacred codes and symbols of dealing with uh, ancient uh, civilization. Now, um, before we started this video, you told me I uh, always make reference, say, according to, so they don't bite my head off, because y'all bit my head off in part one. Masonic, oh, uh, 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 breaking Masonic code part one, go watch part one, y'all bit my head off. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> according to Dr. Ben, uh, he said that, um, you know, the, the, the Scottish Rite was initially only 22 rites. And uh, the, the Scottish actually came from the Egyptian princess, Scotia. Scotia um, uh, was the one who settled Ireland, you know. So uh, again, we have these uh, African roots because um, um, a lot of these Egyptians uh, lost the E and became gypsies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so these going into the Scottish Rite, um, 
it was the Scottish who got the 22 rights, I'm sorry, the, the, the 11 rights off the walls of Africa, brought them back over and added 11 more. That's according to Dr. Ben. I'm not a Mason, you know, of, of course I uh, just want to, you know, throw that in the pot. I mean, you know, I honor um, Dr. Ben, man. Um, peace be on to him and, and, and peace be upon all the scholars. I came up on the Dr. Ben and uh, Dr. John Henry Clark and Ivan Sertima and 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 uh, I, uh, who was man Chancellor Williams? Those that's why I started that. Okay. <laughs> well, my history. So uh, Dr. Dr. Ben, Dr. Henry, both said together. If you ever want to know our history, study European history. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't doubt that. I don't have things to say against that. I, I wouldn't doubt that because you go to Egypt right now, right? They got aprons on. They got collars on. They standing like this right here. You know. Um, it's, it's all symbolic. In the Masonic Lodge right now, those columns. Yeah, I'm about to talk about the goddamn pillars. <laughs> the pillars in the Masonic Lodge, they call Jashin and Boaz, right? Those two pillars are actually carbon copies of the pillars of Enoch. One was made of marble, one made of stone. So we stand flooding, flooding, fire. Ain't no how we're going to end. But he inscribed on these pillars sacred codes, and inside of these columns, Enoch also put scrolls inside the columns. And that's why Solomon replicated those two pillars in front of his temple, meaning strength and beauty. That's why when you see George Washington, uh, he's standing on that checkerboard board floor. He has the apron on, and he has, he's standing behind two. He's standing between two I'm columns. He's standing yeah, between two columns. Yeah, and the two columns represent strength and beauty. It's three columns, but we'll get into that. Two columns. That's what they stand for, right? The two, the two, the five, the seven, the three, the six, the nine. All those numbers are symbolic. Um, to occult magic and, and spells and stuff like that. So I want people to understand that when he came out of Ireland, I'm sorry, they came out of Northern Africa, formulated the Scottish Right Lodge, you got the York Right Lodge from the York Right Lodge, you got the French Right, you got the Irish Right. Everybody's getting a piece of their own right. R-I-T-E, right. And during the, yeah, during the American Revolution, that's when you get um, the good brother Prince Hall um, coming over here. We'll get there in a second. Get a close look at this, everybody. All the Masons, Shriners, whoever the fuck, whatever. Respect. Look how many rights there are, man. Took the phone down, bro. Look at all these rights, man. You see how many rights there are? All over here. Look at all these rights. Scottish rights over here. Scottish right. Come back over here. Where York right at? Oh, York. I'm sorry. York right, also known as the American right. Look right here. Islam, Moors. Islam. Ancient, comedic, Moorish rites. Islam. Why like y'all don't see that? Ancient, comedic, Moorish rite. I'm not making this up, man. Let's talk about the seven liberal arts and sciences. Since you want to talk about arts and sciences, let's go. The seven. The seven. Islam. All right. <laughs> Genesis 420, 422. Children of the seven liberal arts. Genesis chapter 4, 20 and 22. Gonna take you about talk about Lamech, Ada, Zilla, and you'll see the other names in there for all my masons. I gonna say that loud. These are the seven liberal arts and sciences right here, they say. And they say this is what G stands for in the middle of the compass of square. It stands for geometry. That's horseshit. No, it don't. I'm gonna give y'all a second to even soak this shit in before I can go in further. Cause I know damn well no masons. No, they're looking at it right now. Now, um, 
So now one of y'all know what y'all looking at right now. This slide right here is one of my favorites. No, no. You can break this down. It is my favorite you, you slide within this whole presentation. Now, um, the reason I like it is because um, in terms of the Tamahu, this is what the Tam, you know, in, in, uh, as far as occult teaching, as far as the Tamahu goes, he really used this to help uh, uh, get a, 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 a foothold over you. You'd be like, how, how did they come up? How how did they uh uh you know if we were so great how did they come up well if you look at the uh, seven liberal arts let's just touch this one real quick because there are a lot of them and I'm not gonna go through all seven I could I would like to but you know that's for you know another video so now we have grant we have uh, trivium now under that we have three three sections now we know tri is three. So now we see uh, fire. These are what we call um, uh, Metatron's cube. These are the platonic solids. You know, we have fire, we have air, we have water. Um, now we also have ether as well. Uh, as well. Oh, I'm sorry. That's over there. So, you know, we're not going to get to ether right now. Um, so, you know, we're just going to start with the three. You know, we have grammar, logic, and rhetoric. The grammar is the who, what, when, where. Logic is the why. Rhetoric is the how. Now, when we're dealing with things like rhetoric, that's what these politicians are running on you. They're, 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 they're giving you this fancy rhetoric. And, you know, when we're dealing with grammar, that's why, for me, I really enjoy, you know, not only masonry, but being a more because I, I understand who is who is what is what. You know, no, I'm not black, Negro, or colored. When we start talking about that, now we're getting into uh, the trivium. When you start talking about how you're not black, Negro, or colored, how they're not um, uh, 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 white, now we're getting into, you know, these things right here, grammar, logic, and rhetoric. So, you know, for me, you know, I definitely enjoyed uh, this presentation. And this part is, is, is really what opened my side, my eyes, not only to, you know, uh, 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 masonry, but to uh, more science. You know, it opened my, my, my five, you know, and, and more science. My brother Kenny L told me, he said, exercise your five, Mo. He said, exercise your five. What, what are your five? Your five. Your five. Your, your ether. Exercise your senses. Well, what are your five? Sight, sound, touch, taste, smell. What is that? That's phenomena. How do you define reality? You through phenomena. Well, how do you know? I saw it. How do you know? I heard it. How do you know? I touched it. How do you know? I smelled it. How do you know? I taste it. Exercise your five. Study self. Sight, sound, touch, smell, taste. Um, but, you know, with that said, I just wanted to say this this slide I really love, you know, so we got the three, the five and the four. And, and I'm going to say this right here. Look, it's right here. Go right here. Go pull it right here. This is how many degrees it is in masonry? 2,160. Mm. How many miles is the moon? 2,160. How much do the earth weigh? 66 quartillion tons, seen 13 cycles. How many square miles we have of land it is? Over 54 million, 135,000 half a square miles. Y'all gotta learn this shit. Mm. Before you come talking about revealing some secrets. You don't even know what's going on, man. They better tighten up, man. They better tighten up. Seven liberal arts and sciences. You go to the book of Genesis, it's gonna tell you about uh, Jubal, Jubel, Tubal, um, and these were the sons of, uh, of Lamech and uh, uh, Lamech and Ada. This is in Genesis. These are the descendants of Cain. Lamech was a descendant of Cain. 
according to the Bible. Let's talk about these pillars. Three great lights, wisdom, strength, and beauty. Worship Master, Senior Warden, Junior Warden. Right? Let's talk about these three pillars. These pillars are direct replicas of the pillars of Enoch. The pillars of Enoch. That's all that's dealing with. Nothing more, nothing less. Up top right here, right here, these are called the orders. You got Doric, Ionic, Corinthian, Composite, Texan. And we know that the Greeks brought the, uh, the three, and we know the Romans brought two. These are these are types of of um, architecture that they put on these columns to fancy them up a little bit, right? And one represent the sun, right? One represent the moon, and one represent the worshipful master, or the one with all the light, the enlightened ones, the one who's enlightened, the Gnostics, the children of Mayat, the sons of Mayat, who have all of the light, the light bearers, right here. Masons, uh, uh, the sons of Ma'at? Yes, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Pillars of, Pillars of Enoch. Look it up. I'm giving you sources. Don't believe a word I say. I'm not here to convince you nor persuade you. I'm giving you source. Take time to write down a source. And you look it up yourself. Do your own research. How many Enoch's in the Bible? There's two Enoch's in the Bible. You got the son of Cain, Enoch, and the son of Jared, Enoch. The son of Jared, Enoch, is from the, dissect, the uh, direct uh, bloodline of Cain. I'm not I'm sorry. Abel and Enos and Seth. These are the priests. Adam was the first physical priest on planet Earth because the Bible tells you that the Most High taught Adam everything he knew. And he let Adam name all the animals. So who had the Most High wisdom at the time? Adam. And Adam gave it to his son, Seth. And Seth gave it to his son, Enos. And it went all the way down to Jared, right? And it goes all the way down to Enoch. And it goes down to Methuselah, right? And it goes all the way down to Noah. Then Noah gives it to who? Ham. And Ham gives it to who? Nimrod. Nimrod. Now we're back to Nimrod, the master mason, the master builder, the temper of, it's not the Tower of Babel. It's not a tower. It's a ziggurat. Ziggurat. Look up what a ziggurat is. This is Cain, right? And you have an Enoch who's also the son of Cain. Methuselah is his dad. It's two Methuselahs also. The clock of Destiny, the master key of civilization. You have to read this book. We're talking about being civilized, uplifting, fallen humanity, understanding the zodiac, which this comes from the Dundura zodiac, Heliopolis, at the Temple of Hathor. Heliopolis was the a sun city. city in Egypt. Not in Egypt, in Cairo. Cairo. Saying Egypt was like saying United States. Mm. Egypt was a country. And in Cairo, in Cairo, the city of Thebes, you're going to deal with this right here that was well, called the Dendoria Zodiac. Uh, the the Arabs called it Thebes, uh, which now they call it Luxor. Back then it was Heliopolis. Before that, uh, Dr. Ben said it was called Wajet. By the, Kemet, by the Kemetic Society. Islam. I'm with you. This is the, the circle. Sun, the Sun City, please. This is the circle. Now, can you stay right there where you at? Mm. You can deal with all that, man. Look at the parables. That's why I try to tell Brother Mason's like, man, don't look, man. 
So, so if I could, the secret is that they stole everything from us. That's it. That's the great Masonic secret right here. The gig is up. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad. Put me wrong. Look at it. Steps, apron, everything. Even the hair. Collar. Yeah, everything. Look, there your pillars go. One, two, three pillars. Three pillars. Told you. What about their feet? The feet. Left. Right foot, left, left foot forward, and right, right foot back. They said to trample down evil. That's what they say. Left foot is over your heart. Left, right, left. Let's talk about Prince Hall. Let's go ahead and get this out the way. On the right, you have a picture. On the left, you have a picture. I've heard some brothers say that this is the brother back of the $2 bill because they don't know history. They don't know timelines. Now, I gotta be honest, family. I went and got, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, two seconds. I went and got a $2 bill and I seen a melanated person on that $2 bill. I've seen it. This is, this is before I was conscious. What was going on in that picture to that there? What was going on? It was some type of assembly. What assembly was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was the drafting of the Constitution. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At yeah. the time, it was the drafting of the Constitution. So we can say around 1770, 774, 75, 76, somewhere in that time frame. We're going to look and see when did Prince Hall come to the States of America. Okay, let's get back to it then. <laughs> let's get back to it. I just want to. can't be on the back of the bill because he wasn't here at that time, supposedly. All right, we have Benjamin Banneker and Sir Prince Hall right here. And you gave a fine demonstration on who Benjamin Bay was, who they thought he was, who he really was, and how he surveyed. The D.C. area, which is 68 square mile radius or circle mile radius, to set up their own municipality, their own jurisdiction, right? And they operate under Masonic law. That's why they got the uh, the uh, symbols all throughout D.C. and it's laid out like a Masonic compass and square. Also, um, I, I, I encourage you guys to go check this stuff out for yourself. There's a uh, there's a right triangle in the center in the center of the city. Hold on two seconds. Let me just, because I got I to gotta demonstrate just a little bit. Uh, I, did, I did a little research before we did this video. So there's a right triangle. Uh, well, actually, first, if you look up, hold on, let me back up. Hold on, let me back up. I, I, I just want to demonstrate some, you know, Masonic science that I've, <laughs> I've been, you know. Go I, ahead, brother. You're okay. going to Mason. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so now you have, uh, if you go and look up who uh, created Washington, D.C. is going to say a guy by the name of Charles Pierre Infant. E-N-F-A-N-T. Infant. Pierre Charles Infant. Now, how does Benjamin Banneker get into this? So, Charles N. Lafont was uh, an architect from France. And they, they commissioned him to come over here. So he writes up everything. And when, when, when he writes up the, the, the uh, floor plan for Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. he creates it on, uh, based on the center of the city, which is called a meridian point. Mm -hmm. And it's off this 90-degree angle. On the 90-degree uh, uh, part of this right angle is pointing to the equestrian statue of George Washington, mm -hmm. George Washington on a horse. Mm -hmm. On the north um, end of this square, I'm sorry, 
this uh, 90 degree triangle is um, uh, the House of Congress on the east pointing 90 degrees triangle. Uh, I keep saying square, triangle. It's um, pointing to the White House. So now, um, uh, now there's also 16th Street, which is a meridian point. I'm so, so, the science go deep, the science go deep. So what happens is there's a disagreement. There's a disagreement between uh, George Washington, because he's the Mason who's, who, who wants this Masonic setup, and uh, 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 Pierre, Pierre Charles. So Pierre Charles is like, you know what? Because of your disrespect, I'm out. I'm taking everything. All my blueprints, no copies left. They said he never got paid or nothing. So George Washington is in what the Timberhoof might call a pickle. Because your main guy just left before you could develop the federal city. So now um, uh, they find the guy who is the, um, he's an assistant librarian for the House of Congress. His name is Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin Banneker had saw these, these, um, this, uh, these floor plans or this layout and he had um, uh, memorized it. Mm. He memorized it because after dude left, he, transcribed everything he saw within a matter of two days. 90% of the whole floor plan or blueprint for Washington, D.C. that this, this French genius had created uh, was memorized by this mastermind super genius named Benjamin Banneker and he was the one who saved George Washington's ass. I did really good in this video because I didn't cuss like I usually like to but I gotta I, I gotta tell it like it is family because you know it's, 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 it's a tribute to the ancestors because they've done a lot against us so Benjamin Banneker saved George Washington bitch ass if it weren't for Benjamin Banneker, there would be no Washington, D.C. Because the guy who created it, he up and left and didn't leave one copy of what he intended to put down. Benjamin Banneker came through like the goddamn Rain Man. Uh, eyes closed. Nice. Two days. The whole blueprint for the whole... You ever been to D.C.? You ever been to D.C.? And it was based off a right angle. The shit was corresponding with Sirius A, B, and C because Benjamin Banneker was born in Africa from the Dogon tribe. So how did the Arabs get into Egypt? Be uh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. How, why are the Arabs in Egypt right now? Because they invaded from, from, from Arabia, drove our ancestors west towards... Um, uh, Mali. Uh, 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 Mali. West Coast. Man. So uh, the Dogon tribe are the, uh, is the only tribe that didn't get caught up in the Islamic slave trade. The Dogon tribe was the only tribe that did not get caught up in the Islamic slave trade, and the Egyptian culture was protected through them. Just like your family writ in stone, and they preserved the history. The Dogon tribe was able to replicate this in preserving the history by avoiding the Islamic slave trade. Who and because those people erased our history. Uh, you, you sitting here so mad at Christianity for uh, uh, what they did for you, not allowing you to read the Islam. The, uh, uh, the, the, shoot, Islam ran a, ran a number on you, family. So I just want to point that out right there, real quick. So um, Benjamin Banneker comes from the uh, Dogon tribe. You know, uh, 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 um, galactic genius. I don't even know how big of a you know genius to give this man. And you know, within the true uh, Masonic science. Uh, Creates a whole daggone city. Talk about a master builder, brother. Talk about a, 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 a speculative mason and an operative mason. But the operator, the operator, and and <clears throat> that's the um, that's oh, the thing that uh, here we go. That most better realize is Prince Hall was, was more of a, a, a speculative mason, and Benjamin Banneker was definitely an operative mason.
um, honest to both brothers. Um, but let's talk about a uh, let's talk about this for a second. Prince Hall was notarized as the father of, I guess you would call, Black Masons. And a lot of uh, Prince Hall brothers, uh, PCR brothers, they celebrate this as being sort of a prophet of sort, or, or what they say in Arabic, a, a, a Mahdi, or a Mujinta, a reformer, a guide to the Masonic knowledge. And what Prince Hall really did was he, he ushered a lot of freedmen, uh, people of African descent in America at this time, he ushered them into an organized situation and began to teach them because a lot of them were illiterate. So he taught in what was called, um, uh, it was a way of harmonizing and, and memorizing hononyms and, and you harmonize some stuff and you would repeat it back and forth. I'm not going to say what it is, I won't say it. But he would teach them a certain way to read. Right? Like, and Prince Hall only received... Uh, uh, real quick, uh, we, we just broke 100 people uh, viewing. Salute to the family. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please go subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, Crumb Snatcher. Um, I'm not sure how long I got on Facebook, but please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I have my brother on the line. I'm sorry, with me right now going live, Brother Salam. He he uh, he does real life. You know, he's not on the, he's not on the Internet. He In real life, he's teaching. I, I go to his classes when he's at HOC in Norfolk, Virginia, Sundays at 530. Coming next year on the Gregorian calendar, he will be teaching. Teaching. 100 people started viewing, so I just want to plug it in real quick. Please uh, continue. So, the brother of Prince Hall um, only received permission, if you will say permission, to practice uh, certain elements of Freemasonry. And that was uh, parades, I want to say uh, burials and funerals, I think. And the thing is, with, with being an a, a operating lodge, an operating subordinate lodge, uh, after Lodge 459, uh, at the time it was called, when it first got started and later changed in the years, but um, you have to have three lodges to have a grand lodge. Mm, teach. Prince Hall only had one, and it wasn't called Prince Hall Lodge, it was called African Lodge from 459. Uh, later, uh, by what I read, and this is off the uh, Boston Prince Hall website, according to your own historian, uh, Prince Hall uh, only had one lodge up and running, oper operating. And then some kind of way they formulated two lodges um, out of that situation. Um, and now they have three lodges and they deem him the first grandmaster of those three lodges. Um, and that's from my research on Prince Hall. And I won't get into anything else because it may piss people off um, about how I don't understand particularly how Prince Hall uh, received rights to practice any other house of masonry. And they would say because he got his charter from England. Well, when Prince Hall got those three lives up and running to make himself a grandmaster, promoted to grandmaster, uh, he tore it, and this is what the history say now, he he broke away from that body who made him in the first place. So at this particular time, if you're in limbo between the mother lodge and you're seeking petition to get recognized by, I guess, the Scottish rights out of Europe or York rights, whoever the fuck is in Europe you're trying to send to get recognized by. Ain't but two over there at the time. I explained that earlier who they were. Um, and Limbo, because they sending this back through carrier overseas on the ship. It takes a while to get back. Here's another story. So Prince Hall now is awaiting 
his uh, charter to come back from Europe. This is a charter that, you know, uh, why he would say, okay, y'all can play in our club. Prince Hall was waiting on the charter to come back from Europe. He's waiting for Europeans to get him permission for recognition. When the Europeans got the fucking science out of Africa in the first place, and he called his lodge African Law 59. So shouldn't they be coming to him? Get petitions from him? Wouldn't that make sense? Right? Right. Nevertheless, this child is now coming back on, back over to America, and it comes to the Boston Harbor. Supposedly, uh, Prince Hall was a merchant of some sort. He snuck on board the ship, ripped the, because uh, it's a manifest, a, a log, ripped the log book up, a page out of there, got the charter, snuck off the ship. The white folks showed up on the ship, asked for the charter, asked for the thing, and they got pissed off and started throwing tea in the harbor. Because all this is happening in Boston. Let's move along. <laughs> okay. Let's move along. Moving along. All right, so we got Prince Hall, Benjamin Banneker, another name you might want to put on your Masonic um, wall of deities. This young brother right here. Who's a Moor? He's a Moor. This is before Prince Hall. So now you're saying the origins of Masonry is in Moorish science? Is Masonry is Moorish science. Moorish science is Masonry, but it's a school of it. It's only a piece of it. It's only a piece, a fragment of it. Because you want to get into Moorish science, we ain't got into alchemy yet. We're gonna get into alchemy. To really be a more scientist, mm. you know what I mean. You have to learn how to shift those ethers. That's right. why they honor Jesus. Jesus was an alchemist, putting ears back on people and walking on water, turning water into wine. That's alchemy. That's man. alchemy. <laughs> and if I could just touch on the word alchemy, we have uh, al, which I know is Arabic, mm-hmm. just like we have Allah, mm-hmm. um, and then Kemet, uh, Kemet, Kemi, yep. uh, the the study of the black. That's it. The, the black law, science. The mass. Angelo Solomon, a Solomon, let's talk about him, brothers. Real quick, he was a cultured man. Um, they say he's highly respected in intellectual circles in Vienna. And the countries are valued friends. This is the emperor and also the count. A count is somebody in Gothic. I don't get into all that, but he's a count. <laughs> they highly respected the brother. He was in, uh, he joined uh, uh, the Sonic Lodge called True Harmony Lodge, right? Uh, in his lodge, he had brother Wolfgang Mozart in the lodge with him. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mozart. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Solomon is still celebrated in Masonic rites as the father of pure Masonic thought. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Zoom in on that, man. Yeah. Get all that. Yeah, I just want to capture that. And I'm going to go back to what we're talking about. We're talking about this brother right here. This brother right here. It's something else I wanted to um, show you. Help change the influence. I'm trying to celebrate it. Um, okay, hold on. Because I'm looking at it somewhere. Right here. Right here. You see this right here? Is it still talking about? Go up here. What are you talking about right here? Go up here. Still talking about the good brother right here. Go right here. During his lifetime, Solomon was regarded as a model, assimilation, and perfect of perfectibility of Africans. But after his death, he literally became a spectrum of African race wigger. 
a clan designed for four aspects for Solomon, the royal moor, the noble moor, the psycho, psychonomatic moor, the mummified moor. The term royal moor designates Solomon in contest enslaved moors at Europe courts while where their skin color marked inferior, inferiority. So now they 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 now dehumanize the brother after they say that he is the father of primasonic thought by calling him different names such as Royal Moore, Noble Moore, and ETC. They picking at him right now. Well, if 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 if, if I could just uh, chime in on that part where you said Wigger, I know uh, yeah. before yeah. now. Keep in mind, family. I just want to point out. Hold on, two seconds, because you anyway, know I just got to chime in. I just got to chime in, family, because you know, uh, you know, I told somebody I also have twenty six thousand years of history. Mm. So now we have Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, because uh, John Wilkes Booth killed him because because Abraham Lincoln uh, 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 upgraded slavery. He didn't he, he didn't eliminate it. He upgraded it. You know. So now um, you have. Abraham Lincoln, he's also the first Republican. Before Abraham Lincoln, there's no such thing as a Republican family. I just want y'all to know that. Uh, I didn't know this until I followed George Bush. George Bush is, is, is George W. George W. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 not Daddy Bush. Mm-hmm. Baby Bush. Um, <laughs> Baby Bush. <laughs> Baby Bush said, uh, you know, he talked really highly through his whole eight, his two terms uh, of how um, uh, Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican. Why is this important? Because Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican. There was still a two-party system. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't the Republicans. It was the Wigamores. They taught us that in school, family. The mm-hmm. Wigamore. So, mm-hmm. you know. Wig party. The, the wig party. And they would wear these wigs that that, that resembled uh, uh, ancient Egyptian culture. Just like the Pharaoh had that head garb on, these Wigamores would wear this head garb, you know. And, and they're still doing South Africa. And they, call, they, 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 address, they address the judge as Lord. My Lord. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get this right. All right, let's get back to it. I just, I just wanted to chime in with that one real quick. All right, so he, he said Solomon was a wigger, wigger more. And again, just real quick, talking about his brother right here. He's a moor. Uh, for, for all of you uh, brothers in the Moor Science Temple who's just so hard on with Freemasonry, I don't, I don't know what the deal is with that. Somebody told you that some crackers came over here and and and, and disrupted the floor of the, of the Moorish Empire with some Masonic magic and spook and spell. Who gave it to them? Man, y'all, y'all give... Is it... This one of my flights, man, is we give Europeans way too much credit. Like they just smart. Like, well, we give them a lot genius. of credit. They just so genius. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. You telling secrets now? You said you weren't gonna tell no secrets. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all stew on that for a minute. So I can take you right into Kemet and show you the statues he's doing. It's in Kemet. While y'all looking at sketches in a goddamn book, your ancestors have statues doing this very thing right here. These very signs and symbols you see these Europeans do. And in, in the Masonic ritual, they're all Europeans sketched out of them. And this is the psychonegrosis. This is a, a psychonegrosis of black masons. They don't even realize that Jesus is painted white. Santa Claus is painted white. <laughs> Clark Kent is painted white. The super fucking masons in your ritual painted white. Mm, I'm following you. And why are these jokers doing the same symbols and signs that your forefathers were doing in Africa? Because the secret of masonry is that this is really our culture. That's it. And right here, knee to knee, foot to foot, this is how the Moors greet one another. 
Is it not? Now, I don't know a lot about masonry. I'll be uh, transparent and candid, but as I do. More, how you greet brothers when you come to this? I do know as a more, I do greet my brothers exactly like this right here. All right, then. Let's talk about this goat real uh -oh. quick. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Because everybody's scared of the goat. Because the masons are, are devil worshippers. It's the money. And right here, these are Knight Templars. These are Templars. I just told you about the Knight Templars. And up top right here, this goat-looking thing, right, is their god, Pan. That's Pan. Alex Crawley call it Thalphamut. This is the god, Pan. Facts. This, this is who they pay homage to, the god, Pan, y'all. And he has the light over his head right here, y'all. He has the light. He's pointing up and down as it is above and shall be below. All symbolic, symbology. And the Christian cross is right here in the sternum. Look at this right here. These are all Templars, but they cross. They red cross on the front of their capes right here. That Templars. Pan worship. Take that in. Let's do it with the goat real quick. They say he's the great architect of the universe. Some of y'all know it's spelled like that. Goat. The great architect of the universe. I'll get into that in a minute. So what does all this mean? The signs and the symbols and the secret occult, Masonic magic and... They can throw a sign and the judge let him go, which is a damn lie. He go to jail. <laughs> Masons will throw a sign to the judge. And they will get out of trouble. And they're going to get out of trouble. And that's about like the Moors believing they wear their fans to court, they won't go to jail. Because if you are Moor and you wear your fans to, to court, you won't go to jail. That's all bum foolery, man. Y'all better listen up. All these symbologies, the pillars and symbology, the Kundalini, and we see the swastika. This is an African symbol. Swastika is evil, that's Hitler. No, it's an African symbol. They don't know that. And this whole image you see right here is called the Tree of Life. And don't no Masonic lodges talk about this Tree of Life because they don't know about the degrees. They don't know about the different rights you have to take to obtain. This area right here is called Keter. This is called Melakut. Go right here. And the symbol of Melakut is the symbol for Earth. Keep that symbol in mind. Let's go here real quick. Because I want y'all to see, man, I'm not out to trick nobody and start nothing. It's the ones who call me out of distraction. You better watch. Symbols of the planets. Let's look at the symbol of Earth real quick. This is Earth. This is the symbol of Earth right here. Okay. Go right here. This is Zodiac, astrology symbols. I'm not here to play with y'all, man, at all. Bam, symbol of Earth. Right here. This is the moon. Go in, look so you can see. Moon, this is Venus. Mercury, Mars. Let's go back to the Tree of Life real quick. See right there? Earth. Earth. See the moon right here? Moon. Mars. Mars. Mercury. Mercury. See it right there? I see Venus. And Venus, can, can I point out that Venus looks awfully like the Unk, but keep it moving. I'm following you. Right? Uh, the masculinity symbol and the feminine symbol to show you, right? King Solomon. King Solomon never existed in human form. 
This is not speaking radical against anybody. I want you to prove it to me that Solomon had a temple. Teach me this. According to the Talmud, Solomon is one of the 48 prophets. That's why I was naming all the prophets earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly, all the prophets, you can go all, all day, man. The Hebrew Bible credits him as the builder of the first temple in Jerusalem. He had a special relationship with the queen of Sheba. That's not her name. Sheba was a landmass area in Africa. Sheba was a place, not a person. Exactly. Sheba was the Kushite Empire, the Nubian Empire. The Kushite Empire was talked about in Genesis chapter 2. Now, some people uh, would recognize Sheba, the landmass, also as Arabia. No. No. Parts of Arabia. It, it, encompassed, it encompassed part of Sudan, part of uh, lower Egypt, or upper Egypt at the bottom, they call it, and parts of the Middle East, and it encompassed the entire area of Aksum, or Ethiopia. That's a large landmass. It's getting really big. So she was the queen of Sheba. Her name was Marquita. And Marquita had another uh, cousin who was married to David. Her name was Bathsheba. Ooh. And Solomon was a direct descendant of the Ethiopians. And this is how Selassia ties in to David and the tribe of Judah and the line on the um, um, flag of uh, Jamaica and all that shit. And they say, Selassia, Jah, Selassia. They call him Jah, Jehovah. He's the most high. Mm. Alright, so let's go inside the Masonic Temple. We wrap this thing up real quick. Up top right here, this is Solomon's Temple that they try to show you. This is Solomon's Temple right here. These are the two pillars again. This is the burning altar that they would sacrifice on right here. Right? Right. They would boil water right here. And these are bulls. These are all bulls on this right here. They have four of these. And this is all built by a man by the name of Hiram Abif. Hiram Abai, which means the son of a widow. And they say Hiram Abif, the Grandmaster, who had the password, he was approached by three ruffians. And three ruffians are named Jubilo, Jubilee, and Jubilam. And these three ruffians ordered uh, Hiram Abif to give him the password. And he said, I shall not, I will not, I cannot. And they hit him in the head, hit him in the throat, hit him in the chest. Mm. Send him to his grave. And they tell the young Mason that the master word is lost. And the only person that can resurrect this particular master, Hiram Abif, is Solomon. Solomon comes out, puts on the paw of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Mm. Go check your math. First king, second king, Solomon, his brother Adonijah. Solomon took one kingdom north and Adonijah took the kingdom south. This is the tribe of Judah. This is the last tribe that God had hope for. And he sent forth his son, Yeshua Hamashiach, to restore the order in the tribe of Judah. And Jesus tell you only come for one people, the lost tribe. The lost tribe of Judah. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. So now, Solomon comes out with the strong grip, with the lion's paw. You can see this replicated in ancient Egypt. They used to lay down the people on the slabs. After they came through the chambers, the cryptic chambers, they would come out of the right paw of the Sphinx, and they would be laid down on a slab. And they will be resurrected to the perfect degree, right? Or from a dead level to living perpendicular to receive the light. Now, perpendicular is 90 degrees. 90 degrees all day long. From a dead level, 180, horizontal, 180, up to a 90 degree angle, which is a square, which by making say, what's up, square? How you doing, square? All right, square. All right, square. You ask them, what is a square? A fourth part of a circle, 90 degree angle. 
That's what a square is. Now we're talking science. Now we're talking numbers. And that's part of metaphysics. But they don't understand the metaphysical transformation that took place for them being dead mentally and being resurrected mentally. Now you're ready to receive the light. There's a symbolic death that goes on in these Masonic rituals that you, you have to die, much like being baptized. I was going to say it sounds a lot like being baptized. Much like being baptized. And Christians have this point incorrect because John was baptizing by water. But John foretold of one that would come baptize you by fire, and that was Christ. So why ain't Christians jumping in fire? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I digress on that. So they come up, they receive the knowledge, they got the light, and they're given a pass password, a false password, a pretend password, a mock password, right? About a bone, pile of bones. And they mumble them about these bones. And they say, this is your past password that you use as a third degree master mason. And that's what it's about. It's a ritualistic awakening of the frontal cortex of the human psyche to remember and recall who you are, who you were, that the ancient forefathers the real grandmasters, the real worshipful masters, the real master builders were your ancestors. Imhotep, Doja. You see what I'm saying? These were the real builders. These were the ones who they came and got from Africa to build up America. Shouts out to Benjamin Banner. <laughs> they had to come over here to get the builders. We know where the builders are. They can build this whole country and 400 years flat, guarantee you. We gotta kill them mentally, though. We gotta mentally kill them before they come here building, because they gonna understand the science. Why you think in all the slave narratives they always say that they follow the North Star? Well, how do they know astrology? They were dumb slaves. Mm. How do they understand astrology? How do they know what astrology was? You see what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> how do they understand that, that science? Because they came over here with that science already, right? So I'm gonna wrap up this Masonic secret and hopefully from this dialogue you see that Brother Ponder L and Brother Crom ain't giving away no secrets y'all the ones who was ranting and raving on part one putting the mad faces up there they know that they don't know what I'm talking about and they just want to be seen and they, just, they, they, they want to make it make it seem like a bigger illusion oh he's giving away all the secrets well, I challenge anybody on this thread, inbox Brother Crom right now, 120 of y'all, inbox him right now, a good email, a good point of contact, name and number, and I will call each and every last one of you if you can prove me wrong today on what I'm talking about, about revealing this Masonic secret. I'm writing exact. I know I am. I'm always writing exact on what I'm talking about. And we can get into the four, the temperance, Fortitude, prudence, and justice. And the more science they say, what? Love, <laughs> peace, freedom, right? Look at that. Injustice. Twitcheroo. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Study this chart, man. You talk about arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Allah. That's what they say. Giving you the five-pointed star. It's the six-pointed star that's going to trap the devil. You have a six-point. The man has a six-point, which you call the star of David, 
poor interpretation on your part because you can't read Hebrew. It's the shield of David. It's a shield of David. And all the shield of David is, is the six-pointed star, the hexagon. The hexagon is used to trap the lower self of the devil. Now, uh, uh, I know we're about to wrap this up. I just want to mention that uh, as far as a seal goes, a great seal, we have um, um, uh, the Ring of Solomon uh, was to control these demons who built this uh, this temple for him. Just like with Enoch, there was uh, uh, the demons or, or the fallen angels that he uh, used to build uh, uh I, I forgot what Enoch I gotta keep you honest brother Enoch never had um, Demons To build a temple Enoch utilized The uh, fallen angels, angels To build a temple Keep me honest And the fallen angel Had asked Enoch To bid on their behalf To El Elyum And El Elyum To Enoch No And they will be bound In the earth For a certain amount of time A great seal Right and a great seal be placed upon them that cannot be removed. Now, when we talk about these seals in masonry, we look at the dollar. The dollar has that seal up there, and it's the pyramid with the eye above it. And they say this is uh, occult masonry uh, within uh, the money that we're seeing. But uh, please continue. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought you had something. You mean the money, the dollar bill? Yeah, there's a lot of mas occult uh, signs and symbols in masonry within that. And these seals, you know, now we have the pyramids, a great seal. Um, and, you know, on top of this seal is the eye um, of uh, the uh, all-seeing eye, uh, what some would have referred to in the book 1984, Big Brother. Big Brother's always watching. Um, so now we have these, you know, when we're talking about seals, S-E-A-L. Right. Let me teach y'all something, man. Let's talk about the eye real quick. The eye on a dollar bill. And I'm going to go here because I got to teach straight out now, man. I gotta teach straight out right now. I don't have time to sit here and play no more games with y'all. <laughs> I gotta move to the next dimension of teaching now. Mm. Y'all been slowing me down. The eye of uh, what the motherfucker name? Uh, this eye on a dollar bill to the listening audience. They saying it's Masonic in content because they're talking about the eye of Sergon. Sergon is Nimrod. This is Nimrod. The eye of Nimrod of whom they just celebrated on December 25th. Ooh. We can go to the eye of Horu. This ain't got nothing to do with no demonic situation at all. Not at all. This is the eye of who they call Nimrod. Nimrod was the first Master Mason. This is not a pyramid. This is a ziggurat. Mm. The sacrifices are made at the top of the ziggurat. This is where the Illuminati simulation comes in at with the pyramid. The 13 families, because there's 13 bricks at the bottom or stones. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. They got to gotta prove me. I don't, no more barbershop talk. They got to prove it. Yeah, th th that's barbershop <laughs> talk. Okay. It's called a miserite. A ziggurat. I'm sorry. Ziggurat. This is the object that the Most High had a problem with um, uh, Nimrod building. Let me show you something real quick. This right here. 
ziggurat. This is what this is right here. This right here, right? This is what Nimrod was building. This is what he was building. A step pyramid. Ziggurat. Not a pyramid. The pyramid has an apex. Mm. It has no apex. As they show you on the dollar bill, it has no apex. It has no apex. Oh my God. It's flat. It's, flat. it's plateauing. It's plateau because it's, it's when they This is representing the sun coming out of the sky. This right here is the sun coming. This is why the brightness is around it. This is the sun. If you remove this eye symbol, it's just a sunset right there over the pyramid. Right. The, the horizon or Horus. Or they say, watch your hours, eight, 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 Masons. Turn hours around, it spells Horus. You're watching the sun god pass through the sky, the sun, the all-seeing eye of Nimrod. Or Sargon. Or Sargon. Nothing spooky about that. It's shit, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It, it, it is what it is. I'm going to leave y'all with this real quick before we get off here. This is Master Teacher. Phil Valentine, listen to his demonstration on breaking down the Masonic G, the Masonic M, and what's called the Abjad and the Germetria. And listen to the languages that he's using. And I want every Mason on this timeline, if you're able to keep up with what he's saying, put a thumbs up, put a heart on them. Press a little heart.
Spells Phil Valentine's called The Book of the Earth. It's part one through six, I believe it is. Uh, I encourage you guys to check that out. He gives a great demonstration on breaking down the Masonic Code also. Um, kind of a little bit of what I was talking about as well. Um, before I get geared to get up out of here, man, I want to thank uh, my man Crom for putting me back on, uh, setting the record straight. Um, there were no secrets being revealed. Uh, if y'all want me to do, um, tell them, but I, I, I know I, I've been saying this for a long time, Dennis. I've been telling this for a long time, brother. It, it, it just, it's, it's coming to pass. Some call me a prophet. I've been saying this. <laughs> I've been saying this, but um, I want to let you guys know that uh, there's no ill will towards anybody. It's time for us to start learning. Let's drop our egos. And I'm the first brother to tell you, if I don't know something about something that's been talked about, I'm, I'm quiet. I'm the quietest one in the room. I got a pen and paper, and I'm taking notes because I become a master student immediately to understand what's going on. I do my own research, you know, um, and he does the same thing to me. We keep each other honest on information that we know. Um, some areas, territories that I won't go into. I'm trying to understand them, and I will get them at some point, but he know more than I do in certain areas. I know more than I do in certain areas, and it makes us equal. Um, so before we go, I just want to give honors, the honors due to all true and divine prophets of Allah. Um, honors to uh, Moore Science Temple. Honors to uh, the Masonic Lodges. Honors to all shrine temples. I want to give honors to all church and masjids. Um, I give all honors to all teachers, all mafdis, all of everybody who's putting information out there for people to learn. It's time. 2018 is the age of 11. Uh, you guys look up that science also. 2018 is going to be some magical stuff that's going to happen. Um, the movie Bright was a circumstance happenstance. If you go see the movie Bright, it's a lot of stuff in there if you can catch what's going on. I had to watch it twice to really understand the science. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Dr. Strange is another good movie to watch also two or three times to understand that, 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 that message. Anyway, so I want to uh, thank you for letting me go live on your page. I hope I asked a lot more questions. Again, feel free to inbox the brother, okay, with questions so we can get back to you. If it's a lot of questions, give us time to get back to you. Um, also, go subscribe to Crunch National YouTube, the new one. If you in the Hampton Roads area, come check me out. Um, starting in next year, in January, probably the third Sunday in January, at the House of Consciousness, 633 West 35th Street, Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. 530. Uh, go visit HOC anyway. Um, there's a plethora of knowledge down. Go read a book or something. It's a great place to be. Great vegan nachos. Um, on Fridays, you can come out to uh, downtown Norfolk also at Conscious Planet at 730. More Science Temple will be uh, hosting the Holy Day teaching there. Great measures are being given by great brothers and sisters in the temple. Um, on Sundays, also at 1230, you can be at uh Virginia Beach, the Morris Science Temple is doing anything out there for the, for the Sunday school as well as the Newport News, as well as any other temples or teaching elements on the weekends. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are hot. They teach Fridays for the Muslims, Saturdays for the Jews, and Sundays for the Christians. So we all know that already. So Amen. Uh, with that being said, I come, I mean, I leave as I came in peace and love, people. With that said, go to my YouTube page. Crumb Snatcher. It's the Crumb Snatcher page where it says Crumb on the top of my profile picture. I still see a lot of people subscribing to the other uh, one that has the water science up there. Shout out to my brother Kenny. Um, but that's not the right one. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Peace and love to everybody. Uh, I come as I came in peace. In peace. I am your brother Crumb. In peace.
We are the Trump Snatcher. Get snatched. Our content is conscious, edgy, and pro-black. Our goal is to uplift ampersand enlighten our people. Trigger warning. Some of you will disagree with the Trump Snatcher. We are not concerned with being politically correct. We are thought-provoking. Some of you are gonna think that we're angry. You are wrong. Yet you're gonna enjoy the ride. Join our antics in conscious thought and new reality. Get snatched. The views expressed on this podcast are not the views of Positive Vibes Inc., its staff, sponsors, or owners. I love you. We are the Crumb Snatcher.